Hello, I'm a nostalgia critic. I remember it so you don't have to. <laughs> the transition from stand-up comedian to other forms of media certainly is hit and miss. I mean, for every home improvement or a Seinfeld, you get a soul man or whatever the hell that Richard Lewis show was. And indeed, one of the messiest transitions had to be with a comedian named Carrot Top, a very bizarre comic who made most of his living making strange and surreal prop jokes. For some reason, somebody thought this would transfer well to film. We can only hope that that person is in a short line for the guillotine. This is Chairman of the Board. The only Carrot Top movie ever made, thank Jesus, Chairman of the Board shows the feeble attempts of what happens when an unfunny script is given to an unfunny director starring an unfunny actor. The result? <laughs> so let's take a look at why Chairman of the Board should have been shredded like carrot juice. Okay, so the movie starts off with the birth of our main character and- Oh, God. You really want me to walk out early on this movie, don't you? So yeah, if you haven't guessed yet, the movie is pretty much fixed around unfunny cartoon humor. Don't believe me? Here's an unfunny cartoon. This whole opening looks like that mathematics game you played in first grade. You know, the one that tried to entertain you, but by the end you just wanted to eat the fucking screen. We cut to a home that we've seen in God knows how many other films. Actually, I do know too many! As we cut to our main character named Edison, getting up in a way that's also been used a bajillion times. We see his landlord, played by George Costanza's mom, as it turns out she's throwing Edison and his roommates out for not paying the rent. I want my money! Yeah, she's using a voice box because they thought they'd get around the fact that they're totally wasting a funny actress. Tell me you did not spend the rent money on another one of your gadgets. This is the surefire winner. It's the pet rock for the 90s. That's what you said about the anatomically correct fanny pack. <laughs> and let's not forget the glow gunk for night surfing. And let's not forget the handy dandy ketchup helper. And other failed jokes from his stand-up. By the way, if you haven't noticed yet, every other shot in this movie is shot in a wide-angle close-up. Cause that's just how I want to view the face of Weird Al Yankovic's anus here, isn't it? You need to get, a uh, a job! Like a job job? So Edison goes through a bunch of throwaway jokes to try and find a job. He even tries out for Annie! Wow, that, that joke fails before it even set up! During his search, he comes across an old man whose car is busted. Of course, Edison's invention saved the day. Yeah, I think I can see where Tom Green got his inspiration. I'd appreciate a ride to the beach. I think I still have time to shred a few waves before sunset. You surf? Of course he serves! He didn't just bring his stunt double for nothing, did he? Ha <laughs> ha! I'm in luck, no hands! Uh, yeah, why don't you get off the obviously not moving surfboards and try it for real this time? So after he befriends the old man, he gets fired from a job working as Big Bird's crack baby, when suddenly he gets some sad news. No. What's up? Wow, he must have wanted out this movie pretty bad. Not that I blame him, I mean 10 minutes of this movie will cause anyone to burn their contract, but still, it's pretty impressive. We then come across our villain, played by Larry Miller. 
And give him some credit, he is the only guy who's producing a funny line once in a while. Bradford, darling. You have my condolences. Um, hello, Raquel Welch. It's a done deal. Bingo. Goodbye, Raquel Welch. Hey! Sorry, I'm late! He makes an ass of himself. Next! So while Miller is hoping to be named the new head of the old man's invention company, yeah, I think you can tell where this is going, he turns over everything to Edison, because he served with him once. I leave my entire stock holdings, 45% of Macmillan Industries, to my new friend, Edison. Well, unfortunately, he didn't say Edison's last name, so legally this wouldn't fly. But in the magical world of bullshit land, he becomes the new chairman of the board. I can't believe she let one rip. Our first ride up as a group. Oh, come on, own up to it. You know that five-year-old who tells you a horrible joke that you've heard a million times, but you listen to it just to be nice? Imagine a whole movie like that. I thought you said this inheritance was a sure thing. I know, I should have had my uncle committed years ago, but I was up all night with my lawyers. We turned the will inside out. Thank you, that angle from Larry Miller's balls really added a lot to that scene. So while Edison is getting shown around the factory, he accidentally gets himself covered in post-its. Because... that's all he's got. He also shows Edison the invention room, which hasn't been used for years. But of course, Edison decides to put it back in commission and... Wait a minute! Edison! The Thomas Edison! The great inventor! I just got it! And everybody in the factory couldn't be happier. That is, except for the fact that their pay was cut to make up for all the inventions causing them to strike. Cannot give you all a raise right now, I'm sorry. But, can give you something better, huh? A stake in the company! I'm now making every Wednesday afternoon, Luau Wednesday! Ah yes, the most easily led staff in all of history. You know, the answer to everything isn't simply a beach party. This isn't Saved by the Bell. Well, he's really a great guy, isn't he? Well, either that or certifiably insane. And yet you're still gonna be his girlfriend at the end. Slap. So Larry Miller has a diabolical plan to trick Edison into running the company into the ground by having him make terrible business decisions. So yes, Chairman of the Board is officially ripping off the Flintstones movie. They couldn't even find a good movie to rip off, they just went to the lowest form of creative scum they could find at the time. It's like trying to rip off a rock! What could you possibly gain from it? Wow, Kosick, what a surprise! Hello, Raquel Welch! Now get busy! Goodbye, Raquel Welch! So in order to try and control Edison more, Miller takes him to a racket club. Really? That's the best logo for a racket club you could come up with? Since it's your first time, I'll go easy on you. Oh, for God's sake, did the cameraman just fall there? Did the shittiness of this movie just overtake him and he had to collapse to the ground? Yeah, we got it. He sucks at tennis. Please move forward. That's very impressive. You know, Edison, being the leader of a major corporation is about more than playing video games or settling a strike. Your invention idea. What about it? Yeah, he's gonna drink the water, they're just stretching it out. Please move forward! You have to feel the balls, caress them. 
instead of whacking them. <gasps> and think of your racket as an extension of yourself. For the love of butter, these jokes are too predictable! I mean, you can just replace the dialogue with... Dick joke, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke. Penis. Please move forward! So while they continue to figure out how to make the movie funny, Edison finds he really starts to hit it up with the cute blonde who also works there, named Natalie. Wanna grab some lunch? Oh. Oh, no, I, I can't. Look into my eyes, Natalie. All you're thinking about right now is having lunch with me, Edison, you new buddy. Look back into my eyes, Natalie. Please try to make it semi-realistic that I find you funny. All right. All right! So, of course, he hits her up for a date as they go to a history museum to eat lunch as a Native American and a cowboy. What makes you think I know? So they go around and look at all the other inventors from the past because, being an inventor, he obviously knows nothing about other inventors. Well, actually, it's to demonstrate static electricity. Watch what happens when you put your hands on it. Go ahead. <laughs> wow, you can do that effect without even putting your hand on it. Cool. So Edison finally comes across his most brilliant invention, a TV dinner that actually is a TV as well. Hi, I'm Chef Edison, and when I'm away from home, I still like to catch some of my favorite TV shows. That's why I always bring one of my Chef Edison TV dinners wherever I go. With flavors like, uh, Mavis and Broccoli, NYPD Blue, Berry Pie, and Mashed Potatoes, there's no reason to be a couch potato at home. You know, I'm just gonna start working on the apology from the filmmakers. Now, you can be one Dear film viewers, we are extremely sorry for the film we have given you. We should have known better, and we'll remember next time to treat you like you have a brain. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry. So again, just like the Flintstones movie, Edison becomes rich and starts to act like a jackass to all his friends. But it turns out his stock starts to plummet when somebody reveals that they got radiation poisoning from one of his TV dinners. This of course results in his fortune being totally destroyed. The man run glowing like a jack-o'-lantern, Edison. How do you explain that? I don't know, but I promise you it's gonna blow over. Your ignorance is no longer charming. His ignorance was never charming. I think it's time to elect a new chairman. So now Miller is put in charge of the company as he plans to sell it for a whopping big sum of money. Oh, no. Got evicted. No, tell me this isn't happening. My surfboard. Dinosaur. They even took the Gallagher DVDs I was stealing from. But Edison makes an amazing discovery. That guy in the video, it turns out, didn't have radiation poisoning. It was just a special kind of makeup the whole time. What? Why didn't somebody just do a test on him? No doctors check to see if he really had it? No official diagnosis? Or... Oh well, who cares? Man desperate for jokes coming through! Why are they dressed as crash test dummies, you might ask? She's. So Edison comes in and tells everybody about Miller's evil plan. Oh. Me? A little dab of my non-toxic glow gunk, and anyone can claim they've been exposed to radiation. This whole toxic TV dinner thing was a scam, wasn't it? So you could get control of this company. You stole my formula for glow gunk, didn't you? The plastic lid we found in the secret chamber gave him away. And Alexander's is their descendant. Miller tries to prove his innocence, but luckily he happens to be wearing one of Edison's inventions. The bull shirt, which always points out when he's lying. Why would he be wearing that to begin with? That bull shirt of yours is worth millions. Hello, Raquel Welch. Oh, shut up, Bradford. Goodbye, Raquel Welch. 
So the business is back to normal, Miller is taken away and... Ew. You gave up Melrose Place for that?! Oh, really? This movie was inspired by somebody? Yeah, some jackass came up to Carrot Top and said, You should do a movie! Okay, this movie's horrible! It's a shame, because I think Carrot Top can actually be funny. I mean, I've seen him at a few Comedy Central roasts and even Reno 911, and he wasn't half bad. But by God is he annoying here. He's like Yahoo Serious if he was shitted out by a donkey. The jokes are lame, the cinematography's weird, sometimes you'll get a funny line from Larry Miller, but that's far from saving the movie. It's horribly written, horribly acted, horribly directed, it's just horrible. It's just proof that if a stand-up comedian wants to do a comedic spin-off, they have to put a lot more effort into it than this. I'm a nostalgia critic, and if you'll excuse me, I'm off to star my own comedic spin-off, Critic and Trout! Yo la la di, 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 yo la